This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in premium quality travel gear with slim, stylish gear like the Taskin Edge professional laptop backpack for business and travel. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use promo code RNR take 30 at TaskinSF.com. Welcome to a Rick and Quick episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World. Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. John Scully, who obviously was the CEO of Apple and of Next Computers. He is back in the news and this time to share his thoughts on branding in a post-pandemic world. Yeah, you know, I'll give you one more. You mentioned the, those two companies, but the third yeah. one is Pepsi. Uh, oh, that's was, right. Yeah, he was with Pepsi when Pepsi was the underdog. And uh, they really they really didn't uh, hold a, a candle against Coca-Cola. And he was the one who came up with, or at least in his time, they came up with the Pepsi challenge. Uh, and, and before he left, they had grown to actually be uh, the number one beverage company uh, above Coca-Cola. Then, of course, you know, he went over to Apple and, you know, uh, Apple at the time was struggling as well. And uh, under under his leadership, you know, they were able to, to really kind of recover from that. So this article from Wharton, they went to him and they said, you know, well, what, what is your advice for companies? What is your advice for brands during this time frame? And, uh, you know, the pull quote is, don't go dark, which, you know, if you're in marketing, you know, you, you get this. It's tough because there's... Uh, opportunity and then there's protecting yourselves and, right. and a lot of companies uh, struggle with that and so in a time like this uh, you know some would consider the smart move to pull back slow your advertising you know uh, cut the budgets hold on to you know your assets uh, but what Scully was saying is no see this is an opportunity go charge and your competition is more than likely going to pull back this gives you an opportunity to take more mind share uh, from the, the customers and more importantly he's saying you know and it uh, is a time where the cost of this media is going to drop so your marketing dollars are going to go further and it's a it's, it's a huge opportunity for you and so I, I thought that was a that, that, that was a pretty interesting approach and you know pretty consistent with what he had done with other uh, other companies in his past. Yeah. As he says, and others have said, never waste a good crisis. I think that should be obvious, but as you say, very hard to do for some companies during a tough time like this. But the other thing he talks about is rewarding loyalty. And he uh, uses as an example, not necessarily a COVID related one, but Amazon Prime with its you know added benefits, the $9 a month price tag. You know, it doesn't seem like it'd be a huge moneymaker, but as he points out, Prime members buy four and a half times more than the average customer. So that's another opportunity during COVID when you, you know, especially at a time when you really want people to be loyal to you, give them a, a reason to uh, to stick around with you and continue to use your product or service. Absolutely. The other thing he brought up that's kind of in a similar vein is if you're a brand like Coke or Pepsi or Doritos or whoever that the consumers are normally seeing in doing advertising at, at any given point, if all of a sudden you go dark, that makes them lose some confidence in you and worry about the longevity of the company and the relationship they have with you. And so even beyond the opportunity to, you know, take more market share and to grow the business during a, a downturn like this, you know, you could also lose traction or at least consumer confidence because you go dark. That's for sure. Out of sight, out of mind. People are going to forget about you or worse. And, you, and it happens. Like we've seen a lot of companies be hit really hard by this and, and many go out of business. Yeah. And, you know, I think about those brands. Have you ever noticed like where you realize that a brand's been kind of coasting on a campaign from like 20 years ago and you never see that advertising anymore, but it's totally. like played up on their pack 
packaging or something. And you always, I always find myself like, oh, they haven't done that in, in years. Totally coasting. Just the other day, we were getting Klondike bars or something. And I said, you know, what would I do for a Klondike bar? And then I looked at my daughter and was like, okay, that was a TV campaign from 40, 50 years ago. I haven't seen that in, in years. That is the only equity it has with me. They haven't coasted on that for, for yeah. a long time. One of the brands that comes to mind is Aunt Jemima and They've been in the news recently because they're talking about uh, changing the brand for uh, very good social reasons. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what it made me realize when I started seeing them in the news is I don't remember the last time I've seen any advertising from them. Yeah. And uh, so when I was at the grocery store the other day, I, I, I you know, sought it out and found uh, some of their, their pancake mix. And, uh, you know, and to your point, it, it looks like they are just really have, you know, over the years allowed the, these historical ad campaigns to kind of carry them through. And, and, and now in this situation, much to their detriment because it hasn't been refreshed. It isn't socially aware. And so in a time like what we have right now, uh, they're, they're stuck with egg on their face, like wonder bread. Like when was the last time you saw a wonder bread commercial? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think a lot of these brands, they build it really big. And once they, they basically own a market space, they kind of go quiet and, and rely on the, the flywheel that they've built up to carry them through. Yeah, so true. In fact, going back to Aunt Jemima, you know, it's funny. With all the news about the rebranding, I found myself going, why did any of us think that was ever okay? Yeah. Playing to stereotypes that were unnecessary and for it to be 2020 for, it's like, oh yeah, we should change that. We're all blind people who are not in that demographic. Let that go way too long. In a similar way, Lando Lakes took action before everything that's taken place recently and they had received enough feedback over the years that people did like the Indian uh, yeah. on their on their labels. And so they started phasing them out probably four or five, six months ago to try and be responsible and, and to adapt their brand with the changing times. Like, unfortunately, Aunt Jemima didn't do that. So yeah. now they're getting caught in a bad situation. But to your point, we, we've kind of ignored most of this and it's time to, to really kind of take a look and, and make sure that these brands are up to date with, yeah. you know, how we feel as a society today and they continue to work or else they're going to be caught flat-footed in situations like this.